all agree we can't support the Flash. Yeah, I like, didn't. I'm perfect. You, I told, I've told many people to not go see this film. I did anyway. But, like, I agree. I agree that you can't support it because uh-huh. of the many uh, issues with the leading star. But also yeah. just with superhero movies, right? Yeah. Like I mean, we've I, we've grown tired of most superhero Yeah, things. I agree with Martin Scorsese. We uh-huh. have to most comic book movies are theme park rides, as yeah. Martin Scorsese would say. So you're doing this bit. I know it's a reference to the movie, but we call him Marty Scorsese all the time. So it's yeah, not ain't that the truth, though. Like it's not like like ain't that the truth, though? We do call like him Marty Scorsese. Yeah, Marty Marty Scorsese's coming. Like he's Marty got that Scorsese. new shit coming. Up. He's coming out with some new shit soon. See, I was like, okay, I got a bit, and then you're just like, now hold up, this now is why up. a bit doesn't work. I got the list. What what else do we do do you need me for here, Andrew? <laughs> this is what we do. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. back. Ooh. I'm yawning. It, it wasn't special. Felt special. Okay. Uh my name is um no. Fuck. <laughs> this is a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever else we feel like talking about. I am your producer, Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Sam Bannigan, how are you feeling? I've been awake for 50 minutes. <laughs> Five zero. Five zero. No hour. Five zero minutes. That's the name of the um, next James Bond novel. <laughs> Five zero minutes to die. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm tired. I had a very long, very fun, but l- exhausting weekend. Um, of 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 drinking and playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, Hell yeah, bruh. And uh, and here we are. I got so uh, we there was a little Magic the Gathering like expo happening this weekend that I went to yesterday. Got some cool shit. I'm very excited uh, about. I one of one of my favorite cards. The the artist was there, and he, um, he was selling an artist proof, uh, which is like a version of the card that they get from Wizards. As like, it was like what it looks like as a card. Um, so he had one of those, and it was signed by him. Uh, cool. and it's like one of my favorite cards in the whole game. So I bought that, and it was very cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's the coolest thing I got. There's some other. There's some other really great artists um, that I got some stuff from. But that was my favorite. It's it's very cool. It's very pretty. Cool, cool, pretty. So so good weekend. Oh yeah, very good weekend. I'm just tired. Just it was tired. Such a good from, weekend. Yeah. It was such a good weekend that I'm tired. You know. Yeah, I hear you. Well, how are you? What's up? How, what's what's going I've on? I've been doing well. I'm doing all right. Uh, had a fun weekend taking care of a dog, Mister Indiana Jones. Right before Indiana yeah. Jones, I should watch Indiana Jones, but I got so many things to watch. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, fun week. 
good week. Hang it out. Riding more. Yeah. Great. How fun. How lovely. How lovely. Speaking of lovely, not Alejandro G. Iñárritu's best picture 2014 hit film, Birdman. Or this one best picture? This one best picture. Damn. Over Boyhood, uh, over uh, the Imitation Games, if you remember that, Jim. I, I do remember the Imitation Game. Um, I used to really like that movie. Selma? Selma's good. Yes, almost good. Uh, what else was that? Grand Budapest Hotel. We're, we're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, I mean, Birdman is better than all these other movies that Whiplash? you've listed so far. Birdman is better than Whiplash, I think. Uh, I love Whiplash, but. American Sniper? <laughs> have you ever seen american sniper no i refuse next, next next week we're doing american sniper no we're doing asteroid city next week next next dull week no we're not myself. doing american sniper i mean kira has the movie i i recommend oh what there's nothing coming out this week well we could always do you know topical film american sniper oh yeah topical <laughs> relevant Everyone is thinking about, everyone's talking, people have just been blowing up talking about American Sniper, the movie with the ugliest baby doll. Oh, God, remember that? Yeah. Poor Bradley Cooper. Give it a good performance, really wiggling a baby hand with his pinky. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's, who is the actress in that? Sienna Miller, she was also good, but yeah, Clint Eastwood, what a what a what a what a patriot that guy is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Happy uh, Father's Day. <laughs> Speaking of Clint Eastwood, Happy yeah. Father's Day <laughs> to everyone's daddy, Clint exactly. Eastwood. <laughs> Happy, Happy Father's to Day all, to, to all the dads out there. <laughs> To all the fathers, daddies, zaddies, and dads. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know what? I know you, something funny. I was talking to my yes. dad this uh, uh-huh. this Father's Day. So, a.k.a. yesterday. And yeah. <laughs> on my birthday, he called me at 7 a.m. Well, not even 7. It was like 6 a.m. And he was like, oh, I'm just, I've, I've been busy. I don't know what happened. I forgot. And I'm like, because well, oh, I'm well, half asleep. Huh? He's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. And then he was like, wait, because he thought he called me on the 5th. Oh, he, yeah. He thought he called me on the 5th. And instead, he called me on the 4th that morning. He thought it was yeah. the 5th. He was like, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> sometimes just, that shit that just happens i'm just tired, just goes, I'm just yeah. tired. i don't know i'm just tired it happens i get it <laughs> um yeah uh i 
I feel like I had something funny to say, and now I don't. Be like that. Speaking of funny. Birdman. Or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. A great title for a movie. You prefer if if they drop the Birdman? No, I like that it is the whole thing. I like I like that it is Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. I think that is a good movie title. There's another movie title that has or. There's plenty. I'm trying to think of one. Do you remember one? Um, let me Google it. There's one that I feel like came out recently, post Birdman. With <laughs> or. The theory of everything, or look who's hawking, is a joke that someone made. Um, These are not, this is not what I want. Anywho. Unexpected virtue of ignorance. I'm not double in the title. We talk about double in deputy. Yeah, it's like. I mean, there's Doctor Strange Love. Yes, that's one. <laughs> there was one post Birdman. Yeah, I, I know there was, but it's not coming up anywhere. <laughs> I'm like movies with with or, or in the title, du- double titles, and it's like best movies with double in the title. It's like no, I want to. No. Also, why is this a category? <laughs> yeah, like movies like with weird titles. Hey, honey, I want to watch a movie, but it has to have double in the title. Yeah. I ain't watching a movie that doesn't have double in the title. What do you think I am? Some single pervert? <laughs> yeah, I'm... I, I, this is not helping me at all. The internet is, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna the stop. The slogan for Google for everyone over 50. <laughs> <laughs> this is not helping me at all. At all. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. We're moving on. Birdman. We watched Birdman. We saw Birdman. I only uh-huh. saw Birdman and The Flash. Uh, I I did I, 12 hours ago, I was not watching Birdman yet. Just, just 12 hours. <laughs> just 12 hours ago, I had not started watching the film. Curious, because I always ask these questions with older movies mm-hmm. what was it like when you first watched it and now what was it like re-watching it yeah i first watched i didn't watch it in theaters i watched it like when it like came to netflix later that year or whatever mm-hmm. um and i remember not particularly enjoying it i thought i remember like liking it but not like loving it you know i was like oh yeah birdman sure pretty all right nothing nothing special um 
But watching it this time, pretty quickly, I was just like, man, this this movie's really good. Yeah. Hey, this movie. Hey, this movie's really good, actually. Uh, and I fucking I loved it. I was like, holy shit! I was wrong about this movie. This movie rips. Like, this is great. Like, it's yeah. In 2014, uh, this movie was definitely overhyped. I will, I will tell you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rewatching it now, like, was very interesting. It was also sad rewatching it and just being like, oh man, Michael Keaton's a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Um, but I was just like, man, yeah, in 2014, 2015, this movie, like, this is a great movie to come out in 2014. Like, that's, the Avengers had just happened, you got Michael Keaton in there, you got Edward Norton, who was the Hulk for for a movie, like, you got all this stuff. I was, like, surprised they didn't call out, um, there's that moment when when they fight, and Edward Norton isn't playing Edward Norton, but it says... Oh, what are you gonna do? Go get Ryan Gosling? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what if they had said Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> what if they had really just done it? Really you know? just did it? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Get Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> that would be great. Right? Like, just really nail it because they all—they—I mean—they reference Even the Eric MCU. Bonner. Yeah, they reference the MCU. You see Robert Downey Jr. on the TV screen, and and the Birdman persona is like, hey, fuck that guy. Like, we did it first. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it was very interesting, but just kind of sad. Yeah. To watch. I wanted it. I, I was just like, man, this, this movie is, like, tainted because of what has just happened. This weekend just happened. <laughs> like, this weekend just happened. It's crazy. I... But even I think it still was a little bit tainted after doing vul- being Vulture too. And Spider Man. Well, my man, yeah. my man Keaton needs a big house. What, what do you want? I get. It. Look, I get it. <laughs> my man Keaton. You know, he wants a beach house. That's that's fine. Do his thing. But like, it did just like taint this even more. Being like, and now he's done two more of these. It's gonna be three with Batgirl. Bat. Well, yeah, but Batgirl doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, a whole movie, like a whole big budget movie. Yeah, gone. Dang. Anywho, yeah. what did you think re revisiting the bird? First time I watched it, I loved it. I thought it was great. I remember rooting for Whiplash, but Birdman was always a cool movie. And rewatching mm. it this time, I don't know. It was always like, yeah, Birdman. Like, there's no, I don't have anything against it, but like, I wouldn't just put it on. Sure, um, yeah. And rewatching it this time, it is quite a beautiful movie. Uh, yeah. It's quite good, and it it's the legacy of this movie is very weird. That not just mm-hmm. with Michael Keaton, like this movie hits differently with the rush shooting. This movie hits differently just with the rise of mass shootings. This movie mm-hmm. hits differently uh, because of TikTok. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's like so many other things that 
if two if this movie was made in 2016, it would be about streaming. Like, it wouldn't be about yeah. superhero movies. It'd be about streaming superhero shows or something. Like, it would. It's such a specific moment in time. Yeah. Also, uh, I watched it with with Kelly, and afterwards we watched a few Q and As. And at one mm. point, uh, they were talking with the whole cast, and uh, Naomi Watts. They were like, "What's like your fears on stage and all this? What's your perception of uh, of celebrity?" And at one point, when Naomi Watts is talking, she's like, "Yeah, well, I mean, we all have that fear of you know." you being on stage naked and everyone's laughing at you. And then like a few minutes after that, Michael Keaton says, I don't know about you, but I do have the dream of Naomi Watts standing naked on stage in front of all of us. It was, and the entire uh, audience erupted in laughter and uh, the cast was laughing. And I was just like, (laughs) Michael, you can't say that anymore. You know what the people (laughs) on Twitter is going to do to you? You can't say say that anymore, Michael. It's like, it was made in such a, it's weird how eight years can just, or not yet. No, nine. Nine. (laughs) Nine years. Like, yeah, but I watching it this time. I loved it. It's really good. It Michael Keaton. <laughs> also, yeah. what a what a beautiful performance. Yeah, big fan, big fan of this film. Yeah. Um, do, do we want to start with the director? I think here? cast. Really. But we have so, but yeah, I of, hear you. Let's do director. Key? Let's do director. Yeah. Minaritu. Uh, oh god, I don't. I apparently don't know how to spell his name. It's not fucking. Alejandro G. Him and John Ford, the only people to win best director back to back. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, uh, Alejandro Giannaritu, uh director of such things as Babel, um, Birdman, The Revenant, and uh, most recently Bardo, Fr- False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, which AKA. I still have not seen. I'm the only human being on this earth who's seen that movie. I saw this movie <laughs> in an empty theater. I saw... <laughs> and everyone, I'm like, hey, have you seen Bardo? And they're like, what? What? Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And he's directed a bunch, a bunch of other things, like in Spanish and some shorts. Uh, and a bunch of stuff, but those are like his his three big ones. Well, the trio of the of the. Although he did direct a Nike commercial a few years ago, so you know. Dang, again, get his bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he did. He did a Nike commercial in 2018, and then he disappeared for four years, and he came back with Bardo. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I like. 
it, it's so cool that I think they're all relatively from the same part of Mexico, like same area. But him, uh, uh, Alfonso Cuaron, and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, they like all went to the same school or something. Yeah, like <clears throat> so cool. <laughs> yeah. I would love to hang out with that's that's a dream blunt rotation, I'll tell you. That, that. is the dream blunt lo- <laughs> that's rotation the... for sure. That is the one, yeah. Um What do you think of the direction? What what is what do you think? I think it's great too. I think it, I think that's also great. Um yeah, I think it's 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 oh uh, I think it's really good. I think it's it's very intimate and very wonderful. Um, and uh, yeah, just like it, it, I don't know, it, it really understands what it's trying to do in in a way that um, I feel like a lot of movies don't always fully understand what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. um, or at least it doesn't come across as if they know what they're trying to do even if they do. Um, but this is the only one of his movies that I've actually seen. Really? Uh, Babel is incredible. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Babel. I haven't seen The Revenant. I haven't seen Bardo. So I don't know how it like stacks up against the other ones, you know? I um, would love to rewatch The Revenant. I remember not <laughs> liking it a lot. But aren't I they was doing a person. sequel? To The Revenant? Yeah. I don't believe I, so. I heard this recently that they that they're working on a sequel. Maybe so. Um, Is that movie a box office hit? I don't know. Maybe. But I heard I remember hearing recently that that that's a thing that that is might be happening. Um Gladiator yeah. 2 is happening. Fucking Christ. Denzel's um, gonna be in it. Why? I'll know. But Denzel and Ridley Scott, that's a that's a dream. Yeah. Um hold on. An American gangster dream. Wait, hold on. Oh sh- oh what the fuck? What? Hold on. I wanna find something. Give me a sec. Okay, no. Oh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, Alejandro G. Inaritu often works with uh, Gustavo San- Santoalia. I think that's how I say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the uh, um, score producer for um, The Last of Us. Oh, cool. Yeah, he he is like the writer for, for all of that. For the video um, game or the show? Or is it the same? It's the it's it's the same as far as I'm aware. I don't think he is. Um, yeah, he's not technically credited on uh, on the show. I don't think. Oh no, he is. He's yeah. He's the composer um, for yeah the video games and the and the TV show. Um, I wonder how is it scoring a video game, like the process. There's a lot of good videos you can find on YouTube about about some of that stuff. It's really interesting. Because, like, with a movie, that makes sense. In Solo, that makes sense. But a video game is so random. Yeah. 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 I mean, there are there are entire systems in place in a bunch of different video games to have the music, like, 
fade in and out at the proper times to transition between songs in a way that you won't notice. Like it's really kind of, it's kind of crazy how much like algorithmic science is going into a video game score, especially if it's like on, on during like, like random gameplay and stuff. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's really impressive how, how they could figure all that stuff out. Cause it'll be able to switch between like some, some games like Minecraft, it'll just kind of play a song and then that song will end and then it'll be silent for a while. And then another song will play, like it just kind of will shuffle between songs, but that even that um, different songs are connected to different biomes and different weather. So if it's raining, it won't play certain songs, but if, and you're, but if you're near desert, it'll, and it's raining, it'll play different songs. Like it'll do all this different stuff. Yeah to like try and keep it as together as possible. So you aren't hearing music that's like soft and like, and quiet when it's, when you're in like a spooky dungeon or something. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of really, really great stuff uh, in, in how all of that, uh, all that works. Uh, It's very interesting. Um, yeah yeah birdman's great um i love i love the writing i love it all i love the fucking score is so good i love that drum line yeah the drum is great it's it's a i hate to be this guy but it's a character in it of itself it really it is like it really it adds to so much that's going on it's it's fantastic um but also like I, I what I really love loved about this movie was that like it was the balance between like knowing what is really happening and what is like magically happening uh-huh. was such a like fine line to like to to kind of explore and I think he did it really well um you know, jumping between just like, uh, like when the drummer is suddenly just like in the, in the like theater, like in one of the dressing rooms. Yeah. And the camera just kind of drifts by, like, it's not like we're held there for any amount of time. It's just like, Oh, yep, there he is. And then it just keeps going. Yeah. Um, You know, stuff like that. Like even the ending, like, did he fall or did he fly? You know, I think, I think that's all very interesting. Uh, and very well done, and I and I thought it was quite beautiful. Yeah, um, I've seen all of his movies since Babel, but I haven't yeah. seen any of his other films. I would love to watch them, um, but I just haven't watched them yet. Haven't he's, mm-hmm. he's a good director, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows what's up. So surreal, so dreamlike, mm-hmm. but yet so authentic, just to the human experience. Yeah. Um, I get like I think I said it here, uh, but we all have a Birdman. Everyone has a Birdman, and yeah. for it to be uh, personified in this way with. Batman, who hasn't been Batman yeah. for a while, 
it, it is su- it's clever. It's beautiful. All the acting's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. The cinematography, the DP, shout out. It's great. Yeah, shout outs to this this is this list of actors is so long. Uh Emmanuel Lubezki. Yeah. Lubezki? He does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, Children of Men, Gravity, The Revenant, Birdman, Amsterdam. Well, <laughs> mostly good stuff. <laughs> Burn after reading. A Tree of Life. A like one of the most beautiful movies ever made. Yeah. Bunch of stuff. Cat in the Hat. All right. <laughs> one of the most beautiful movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's great. Um, yeah, it is such a a master at work, right? This is people. I, I don't know. In artistic life, you really strive to do good things, but you only yeah. get a Birdman when you've worked for two decades. You yeah, only, for sure. That's the only way you get that. Yeah, I do also, just quickly, before we move on completely from um, director-writer, mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple other writers yes. uh, credited. Uh, Armando Bo, Alexander Dinlaris, and Nicolas G. Giacobone, I want to say is how you say your name. I'm sorry, all of you. Um, but they are also credited with uh, with writing. Cool. I mean, yeah, yeah all, I mean, it works. It's great, yeah. I think it's fantastic. All good lines, all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to get into this kickity cast? King, 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 and cast. Sure do. Yeah. Um. So we have so many people. Uh, let's start with uh Lindsay Duncan. Uh, Lindsay Duncan playing Tabitha, the uh, reporter, the the critic. Yes. Um, I really like I really like Lindsay Duncan. Uh, like she's she in a bunch of stuff. Man's ass. She, yeah, uh huh. Um, she's great. She's in About Time, one of the best um, rom coms ever made. Very uh, cute. And she's great. I really like her. Um. We got, let's do uh, Naomi Watts uh, delivering a really wonderful performance. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I was like kind of worried because I didn't really like her in uh, in other stuff. You tell me you don't like she's... her with Dougie Jones? No, I don't like her in Dougie Jones. We went over this. <laughs> I do not like Janie E. Jones. One day, I think I say this all the time, but I'm going to say it one more time. One day I was like cooking. One day I was like just walking down the street. One day I was just at work and I just burst out laughing thinking about Dougie Jones. (laughs) Dougie Jones? It's one of the funniest things. (laughs) It wasn't funny when I was watching it, but now in hindsight, really spent 12 hours of my whole life watching Dougie Jones. Dougie Jones. Yeah. And his son, Sonny Jones. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't like her in that. But you liked her in this. I do like her in this. I think she was great in this. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, 
love Naomi we Watson. Got, she's great. Yeah, we got Zach Galifianakis, who I forgot was in this movie, and I was very pleasantly surprised. The, like the best part of the movie. <laughs> He's great. I love. What has Zach Galifianakis been doing? Fucking what has he been chilling? doing? He's in Lilo and Stitch, I believe. Coming uh, up soon. Because we all got to get that bag some way, somehow. Oh, he's just been, like, voice acting. He's in, like, he's in Bob's Burgers. He's in Big Mouth. He's, yeah. He hasn't been doing a whole lot. He has a podcast series from last year. Dang. Yeah, he's actually, he's mainly been voice acting. Dang, good for Zach. Yeah, since, like, 2019. He's, he's like, basically just been voice acting. That's pretty cool. Um, I love Zach Galifianakis. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, his special is incredible. Yeah, um, and between two ferns is, is so funny. Master, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So that he was great. I loved him. Uh. What else? Who else do we got? We got. Uh, is this um, no wrong person hold on I'm trying to find the right person no where's um, it's really hard to see what these people look like in their tiny little photos the tiny little photos there we go Andrea Riseborough oh from much controversy this year much controversy yeah academy award Why? nominated andrew andrea riseborough for to leslie uh, oh i remember that yeah that's her wild she's good at this uh, she is good in this i i quite liked her in this did i ever tell you what happened to me i was trying to watch to leslie on a plane and then halfway yeah. through it clunked out. And they just <laughs> I was just like, but what about the movie? And they're like, sorry, it's just not working anymore. But I was like it was like she's an alcoholic in the movie and she quit. She got sober. Then all the hardships just blew up at this one party. And then she was like, I just gotta get out of here. I just gotta get out of here. And her friend, uh-huh. Mark Mark Marin, who's her who who's her friend yeah. in this movie, was like, Wait, no, don't go. That's when the movie cut. I was like, wait, <laughs> is she going to fall back into her ways? Or is she going to rise to the occasion? I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. Did you finish it at any point? No, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> she was good in what I saw. Great. I think it's on uh, Hulu or something. I should finish it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked her. I thought she was nice. Um and then we got uh, uh, Miss Mister Ed Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Uh, I like him in this. Recently? Oh, he was in Knives Out, wasn't he? He was in Knives Out too, motherfucker. <laughs> Get it right, bro. And he's gonna and he's gonna come back to the MCU as a different Hulk. Of course. Eventually, that probably. would be that would be stupid if he didn't do that. It would be stupid, but look, look, 
Michael Keaton came back. No, no, no. It wouldn't be stupid if he didn't do it. It'd be, it, or no, it wouldn't be stupid if he did do it. It'd be stupid if he didn't. And let's just uh. get $2 million for going, Whoa, what a wild time. What? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it's going to go. He's uh, not going to do a in... movie. No, uh, but he is in Asteroid City. Oh, okay. Look at so that. So we're about to see him. A again. double Norton, if you will. A double Norton. Norton or Norton, if, he, if he'd say. Norton v. Norton. Um, great in this movie, right? Yeah, really fantastic. Like, really incredible. Like, yeah. He's he was... just enough of an asshole the whole time <laughs> that you're like, I think I hate you. I don't know. I don't know, but I <laughs> stand by. Yeah, hold on. Because I do like you. I do want to give you like a pat on the back sometime, but sometimes I want to stab your tongue with a fork. <laughs> yeah, but then you do flirt with someone who's like half your age. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's fine, I guess. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. Edward Norton. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Emma Stone. Emma Stone. This was like, like, before Emma Stone was like, Emma Stone. Right? This is right before. Yeah. Like, she's obviously, like, she was still popular. She was still famous. She shot this on her days off during Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, so like, she was, she was doing stuff, but she hadn't reached like la la land yet yes yeah that was still a couple years away um so yeah but she's great and she's i i'm i'm a big fan of emma stone she is good Uh, and i'm very excited for poor things poor things poor things yorgos lanthimos take on frankenstein Ooh. Ooh. yeah right (laughs) That sounds great. Her, I didn't know that was that was what that was. Speaking of Mark Ruffalo, and I'm pretty sure Will Defoe. I could be wrong. Um. Yeah, Willem Defoe, Mark Ruffalo, Rami Youssef, Catherine Hunter, Gerard Carmichael. Whoa! Oh, I didn't know Gerard Carmichael. Don't. <laughs> this is a good cast. Okay, I'm stoked now. I love Yorgos Lanthimos. Okay. Hell yeah. Dent likes killing of a sacred deer, but you like everything else. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. Look, everyone's got a miss. That was your first. I remember you were like, man, I hate this. I hate this guy. I hate him. I hate I had him. Seen, I had seen the lobster before, before killing of a sacred Did deer. Did you? Yeah. I liked the lobster a lot. And then I did not like Killing of a Sacred Deer. And then I really liked the favorite. So, uh-oh, for poor things. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's a 50-50, but... Hopefully not. I'm, I'm a hopeful. The favorite was so good that I'm that I'm, I'm, I'm there, you know? You're there? You're there for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Emma Stone was great in this. I thought she was really great. Um, and... Yeah. Then we got the the man of the hour. The beetle the bat reason. bird. 
we're we're here. We are going slow through this fucking thing. It's been forty minutes. Has it been forty minutes? Yeah, we are. We're not doing. We're both. We're killing it. Um, (laughs) it's been forty minutes. Yeah, we're not. We're slow today. Uh, Michael Keaton, the the Bird Batman, the Bat Bird Man. Um, (laughs) we're doing so good, Andrew. Dang. Uh. Yeah, Michael Keaton delivering a fucking phenomenal performance. Incredible performance. Like, uh, it's such a it's such a weird performance too, because it starts and he and he does like the little rehearsals um, at the beginning, and it's like, oh, Michael Keaton is is performing badly. Yeah, I, yeah. But it, but then, but then, as the movie goes on, you're like, oh no, that was that was a choice. He was supposed to be bad in those moments. Cause he's actually fucking great. Like it, it builds to the to the ending when he when he does um, real art. He like goes to, yeah, real art, and it's fucking and it's like oh shit, oh goddamn, oh damn, okay, we got there. Uh, yeah, what a what a film. What a film. What do you what do you think of of uh? I think it's a Bird. great performance. I yeah. think it's a bright performance, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude? It's such, like, it could be bad and stupid. I like Nicolas Cage as an actor, but the 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 unmeasurable talent of, of you know that movie. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, you didn't even see it and you know the title. Um, yeah. It, there was a clip of it that was popular on the TikTok. There's, eh, right? This is the self-reflection you want from your actor. This is mm-hmm. what you want to see an actor do as a self-reflection, as, as if you were writing this. Or, like, this is, yeah. like, thoughtful. Because, yeah, sure, it's about Michael Keaton as Batman. And the rise of superheroes, was he too early to the party? <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. Did he leave? There's this, this so many, but it's so human. And he, the the reason why it's human is because of Michael Keaton's performance, the way he performs yeah. it. Because it doesn't matter that he's Batman. This yeah. could be uh, Matt Damon. It, the way the character is written, and the especially the way he performs it, is yeah. this insecurity that he just can't hide even when he does try to hide it every all the people he wants to respect just drag it out and cloud him for it (laughs) like it's 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 so good and i don't think that this movie works with like anybody else except michael keaton except michael keaton i think michael keaton has such it, it was in such a unique position um at this time like he's you know he's starting he's getting older He's worked on some dramas that, like, to varying success over the years. Yeah, next the next year after this movie comes out, Spotlight. He's in it. And yeah, he's great in yeah. Spotlight, and he's fucking great in Spotlight. Um, but like, I don't think this works if you do it with like Tobey Maguire. Right, I hear you. Right, right. Like, it's not quite the same. You'd hate him too just... much. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Toby. <laughs> so, we, hey, we love much. you, Toby, but. You would hate him too much, Michael. Because it's like it's ego. Sorry, like 
yeah yeah he's like the perfect age he's it's the perfect amount of time between like when he was batman to now the the right era of like the mcu bullshit happening also he's just like funny like he's a funny guy like yeah he started off as a comedian he is yeah he's so he's very charming and to see a side of him that like Michael Keaton has done the spotlight thing before, and again he's great in it. Um, yeah, but you don't. Michael Keaton doesn't really get these types of roles. Yeah, and it's such a strong, like, yeah, good for Michael Keaton. What a like. As an but artist, it sucks isn't that what now. <laughs> yes, but it's but it sucks now because because he just did it again. Like he just he just went back on all of this. And just said, no, 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 I'm going to go be Batman again. Right. So it sucks. Like, it just deep, like, it, it it was just making me sad. I was just like, this is such a good, like, honest, interesting film. Like, perfectly cast with this with this one particular actor who has this, like, very storied career and, and experience with, with the superhero movies. Saying, like, that was, like, a whole thing. I... It, it's con- it, I'm conflicted about it. I don't. This is the only thing people recognize me for. Blah blah blah. All these things that are very real and very interesting. And then he's just like, ah, I'm gonna go be Batman again. <laughs> Not even in a Batman movie. In the Flash. In the Flash. <laughs> like not even like, hey, Michael, we're gonna do another Batman movie. It's called Batman, and you're the bat, and you're Batman. It was like, no, no, no. We're actually gonna do a different movie about a different motherfucker. And super other superheroes are also going to be in it, and then you're going to be there. Yeah, he's good in the movie. Spoilers for the Flash. <laughs> if, if if you're interested in seeing yeah, the Flash, Andrew's, I guess Andrew saw it. I did see it because of literally Michael Keaton. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally Michael Keaton's Batman was in it, and I was like, well, 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 well. I'm so curious. This movie was slated to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. Before all this nonsense. Mm. I'm so curious how it would have played. I think it would have been a massive hit. The numbers are in. We're, we're doing this podcast on a Monday. The numbers are in. The Flash bombed. Hell yeah. <laughs> it bombed. It, it made 50, $55 million, I think. I'll look it up. You keep talking. It's because, like, it's, like, it's so, it's, it's to a T across the Spider-Verse. Like, everyone knows of the, of the movie's production's problems. But it's such, like, a beautiful thing that across the Spider-Verse came out two weeks before this movie. And they're more, more or less the same movie. It is, it is so... It's funny, I have to say, Christopher Nolan left Warner Brothers because they released all of the 2021 movies on HBO Max. Uh, Christopher Nolan was like, nah, you can't do that to artists. So he left Warner Brothers after all everything he's done, and Universal picked him up to do Oppenheimer. And kind of as a screw you, Warner Brothers put the date of Barbie on the same date as Oppenheimer. So I've always been like, man, I hope Christopher Nolan wins. I want to be a part of the crowd, but I hope Christopher Nolan wins. 
and now projections are coming out that Barbie's going to outperform Oppenheimer. And I, all week I've been like, oh. What did I what did I tell you, motherfucker? I don't even care. What did I tell you? I don't care. Is it a shot, right? It's a shot. It's a shot. At the end of the year. It's a shot at the end of the year. Just my boy. My boy in his movie. And for the sake of cinema. Uh. But then the flash bomb. So good for Barbie. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) The flash bomb. Great. Yeah. Um, It is. Yes. Uh, I found the numbers. Um. The Flash's budget is estimated to be about two hundred twenty million dollars, and its opening weekend is a hundred and forty million dollars worldwide. That's worldwide, and that's not even including uh, the uh, covering up Ezra Miller's uh, transgressions. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah. That's not counted in the budget. Yeah, that does not count the probably fifty to a hundred million dollars that they spent just on marketing and covering up. Uh, Ezra Miller stuff. So, but, ooh, rough. But I'm rough so for curious. The Flash. So again, spoilers. Again, if you're still listening, spoilers for the Flash. Michael Keaton's Batman dies. <laughs> he dies. He dies. What? It's it's the way it's worked. So it's Supergirl, and it's so sad because like I don't even even if it was uh, Dylan O'Brien as the flash in another world. Mm. I don't think you would like the flash just cause I know you Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a fun movie. I enjoyed myself. Okay. Uh, uh, the Supergirl, She's great. I think she's really cool. Um, she posted, she posted a selfie of her in, in her, in her costume, like in her dressing room. And it's like one of the hottest photos I've ever seen. In my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I she she also dies because they re they flash goes back to the Michael Keaton's Batman and uh-huh. uh it'd be so funny if you're like Andrew I was gonna see the Flash <laughs> what are you doing this I'm to me? not gonna what see it they both me? but they introduce a new Supergirl and then they just kill her they it must be reshoots but it makes sense within the story because there's two Barry Allens and uh-huh. Uh, they're all trying to stop Zod from invading the Earth because now we're back to Man of Steel. Somehow, the other Barry Allen being in this timeline just awakens the rest of the DC universe to happen. That's why they get Batman. There's no other superheroes in this Earth except Batman because he doesn't have superpowers. Sure. Um, so they get totally, Michael Keaton's totally Batman to sense. bust out uh, Supergirl because he thinks it's going to be Clark, but it's not Clark. Uh-huh. And then at the end, they all come to fight Zod, and it's the real the Barry Allen who's supposed to be there, and then our Barry Allen who's in all the other movies. Uh-huh. They try to stop Zod from killing uh, Batgirl, or not Batgirl, Supergirl, and them killing Batman, but no matter what they do, no matter how many times they go back in time, they always die. Also, the entire point of the movie is that our Barry Allen is trying to stop his mom from getting killed. And this Uh is the result of that. It's him. The whole point of the movie is just letting go. That's the, that's the idea of the movie. Uh, I forgot why I'm explaining all of this. 
there's a reason why I'm bringing it up with Michael Keaton. Michael so Michael Keaton, Keaton Batman dies. And yeah. his last words are because he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you died. Thanks for helping out. But I'm sorry. This is my fault. And Michael Keaton's like, no, you brought me back. And then he dies. That's it for Michael what Keaton. What the Batman. fuck? And it feels so, I, I don't know if this was the original plan. It couldn't have been. But it feels so cynical in the right way. And like in the Birdman way. Michael Keaton walked in, got his bag, and peaced out. <laughs> Said, you want Michael Keaton's Batman? Here I am. It feels as cynical as Spider-Man No Way Home. But Spider-Man No Way Home is, I don't know, charming in a way that the Flash isn't? Or at least <laughs> Michael Keaton is. I don't know. It's just... And then George Clooney shows up. <laughs> yeah. He was supposed to be in Batgirl, Michael Keaton. He was supposed to be Batman Beyond in Batgirl. Um, So this wasn't the plan, but it feels so right. Watching Birdman, because I watched it last night. I saw The Flash and then I watched Birdman. I was like, yeah, this oddly works. I feel like it fits. He went in, got the money, and left. It's not like he's doing another six years as Batman. It's not like he got caught in the trap. He used the trap to his advantage. He shot his nose off. That's my point. (laughs) Okay. I I mean, I hope so. (laughs) Again, maybe if it's on HBO Max, check it out, but where where it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, Yeah, that's, that's weird. I don't know how to feel about that. It's just, it just sucks. I just don't want this to be culture anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm do you watch I Think You Should Leave? It. Yeah. I feel like you're like him dressed up in all the makeup and the costume. He's, I just don't want to There's be too here much anymore. fucking shit on me. There's too much fucking here. shit on me. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> but it's just. Flash stickers and Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then they have the boys. You don't even watch the boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. In a month, we will become a nation of Barbie. I mean, next July. Next July, like it's not two weeks away. Uh, (laughs) But July... Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. Even if all those movies are bad, just the anticipation. I They're love anticipated movies. We're in. We're in for three of the best movies of the year. <laughs> no way, failure's not an option with either three. Failure's failure's not an option. Dead Reckoning Part One, Barbie, and Oppenheimer are all gonna. Are slap. you kidding me? They're all gonna be so good. What? How do you do, I, do you think uh, that any of them are going to be bad? I think the least. I I don't know. I can see when either has when has Chris Nolan missed? Rarely. Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan don't miss. Rarely. I don't when, like Lady when, Bird. When, <laughs> I don't like Lady Bird. I still don't, don't like, like Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. But I do like but Little, Little Women. Women. But Little Women. I mean, Little Women's great. 
So Barbie. And I love Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And I like toys. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah's in there. You got uh, fucking uh, so like that cast is so good. I can see them all. I can see Christopher Nolan finally cracking under pressure. I can see it. Greta Gerwig, Greta Gerwig's Barbie being the white feminist film of the year. I can see Mission Impossible. I mean, Death Reckoning Part One being kind of lackluster. I can see all of those futures. <laughs> yeah. And and Barbie, I think that will be the downfall of Barbie. I think you're right. I think I think the I think Barbie will be bad if it is it if it is the white feminism film of 2023. I I can see them all failing, but there's a chance. There's a chance. But there's a chance. And you know but what? There's a chance. You know what? <laughs> no matter what, on August first. Andrew Thomas is going to like Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. I know that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> God. Um, okay, anything else you want to chat about? Did you watch anything else recently? Um, any other any other topics? I watched the new Shazam movie because I was curious. Yeah? I'm glad I didn't watch it in theaters. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, uh... I watched Dave, Little Dicky Show. I watched all of season three. Yeah. I've been watching Get Smart because comedy. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how we are in time, in, in, in your life, in your world, but... I mean, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, but... okay. Because I was gonna bring up the, 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 the bird man in all of us. <laughs> But if we don't, if we don't have time, I mean, what's the what's the Birdman for me? What is something that I think will haunt me in this way? I don't know. It's like college. <laughs> it is right. That voice that will tell you you can never do it. You will always be yeah. colored by your past. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, I think I think everyone has has like that that a level of self criticism that is unhealthy. Um, it's it's a lot. It's it's tough. You know, I just I don't know if I'm if if we're old enough to like have something have that a is bird man. that. To I have a Birdman. I don't know if I'm old enough to have it. I mentioned this to you uh, before we recorded. I think much like uh, Bo Burnham, how Bo Burnham talks about performing on stage, but performing on stage yeah. is also just walking through the world with anxiety and, and, and sure, thinking. Yeah. I think this movie is not just your Birdman, but just walking around thinking that you don't deserve good things that you can't have anything nice because of mm. what's a sellout always a sellout right there's a little bit of that in Riggin Thompson yeah there is yeah it's tough and I I really and I don't know maybe it's because we are in the arts we are performing but like there's something so like 
surreal watching it, going like, yeah, like I've never been Batman. I've never uh, been the lead of two million dollar franchise films mm-hmm. and now tried to do a little artsy fartsy project but i have tried to do an artsy fartsy project <laughs> <laughs> and i still feel like Ricky yeah. thompson how is that how did how, how, yeah. how alejandro g Iñárritu do that i mean that's that's kind of the magic of this movie right like like i think i think what what is the marker of a of a great film a chapter capital g great film is that you can watch it and be like, I have nothing in common with what is happening. But this motherfucker is me. <laughs> like, that is, that's the one, you know? How many times have we, like, watched, yeah, Birdman or, like, fucking Dunkirk or Mission Impossible and been like, Little Women, like, just to talk about movies we've talked about recently and been like, yeah, I have nothing in common with these people, but goddamn that's me like I, like i've been there bro uh, you say this all the time like you like whatever like sometimes you're just like yeah that's me that's me i've never i've never hang off off a plane because i need to get the the explosives yeah but i hung off a plane like, but i hung off a plane i got this yeah <laughs> that's the wrong yeah. door it's like that is I think that is the marker of 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 great art. Um and I think I think Birdman does that kind of kind of phenomenally, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's something and also just like with TikTok. I would have loved to see Birdman made with TikTok. I don't know if it would have hit the same. You think the way cuz so the the progression as you said with this uh with the MCU the progression of the MCU, the progression of social media, I mm-hmm. think is also crucial for this movie's success. Yeah, right? I think, I think it is. I think, I think that, I think the reason it wouldn't hit as much um, is because we are not the TikTok generation, Ooh. right? Like we are the Facebook and Twitter generation. Um. And so when they're talking about, you don't even have a Facebook page. Like, that feels a lot more impactful to us. <laughs> if you said that to a 16-year-old. You don't even have a TikTok. Yeah, if you said that to a 16-year-old, it would be like, yeah, of course I don't. Who who does? My grandma has a Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. I think So I think because this movie came out in 2014, even if this movie came out now, I think it wouldn't hit us particularly as much Ooh. as it would for... I mean, it would also also have to be a younger director, you know, who gets the the progress of of like TikTok rather than Facebook and and Twitter, like Inaritu does. Do you think that if this um, movie was made in twenty eighteen, there's a little bit of old man yelling at the cloud? Yeah, yeah I think so. There, this is just. I think this is right on the cusp. I think it's like right. It's kind of like ending. It's almost ending that era of like, of stuff, of normal conversation about that stuff. Yeah. Now you feel like now it's just old man going, all oh, these tech, the TikTok. Yeah. yeah it's like if Nope Back had come out day. in 2015. <laughs> yeah. If Nope had come out in like 2015, I think it would be a better movie. Ugh. Ugh. 
<laughs> but I hear you. If Nope came out in 2015, everyone would be like, yo. Right now, people would be like, Nope. A prophetic masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear you. So I think I think that is I think that is kind of the the difference. Because when did Social Network come out? 2010. 2010. Yeah. So this is like you know, Facebook has been around long enough for there to be a movie about it. For there to be a movie about it and people to know what's up. Like people to know that Facebook is like by 2014, at least people around our age were definitely like becoming aware of how bad Facebook was. Yeah, this is right on the cusp. Again, bringing up what Michael Keaton said in that in the Q&A. It's just this, like, <clears throat> that weird cusp. Right before, yeah. right before Donald Trump gets elected. Right before. Yeah, yeah right before shit gets bad. Right when like, every, right... This is in the middle of, like, and we made it. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is quote-unquote, post-racial America. Yes, truly. This is like two years. This is six years into Obama's presidency. He got the reelection. It's nothing. Hillary Clinton's running, and now we're going to be the progressive utopia that we've always wanted. And then the then the Mexican director said, (laughs) "Yeah," and and I think I think yeah. Sometimes sometimes the stars align, and you get the perfect movie at the perfect time. And 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 this is one of those movies. Parasite, maybe. I mean, not even maybe. I think all best picture winners that I, I can think of. Parasite and everything everywhere. Yeah. Or, or some big, maybe. Yeah, came out perfect. Perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect cast. Yeah. And it just it just happens, you know, like. Parasite came out now and be, feel a little trite. Yeah. But it came out when it did like that. Like that is really, I think the magic with a lot of, a lot of movies, like, like even with bad movies, like green book is the best movie of 1994, you know, <laughs> like we, we made that joke when it came out, but it's true. Like if that movie had come out 20, 25 years earlier, it would be, it would be regarded as like a, a fucking classic. Chicago Seven. I think of whatever like this top topic. I think about Chicago Seven. Uh, yeah. Ever since, because my dude Jeremy Strong. You think that's a? Say again. Sorry. Sorry. No. You you think that movie is is out of is a movie out of time? Yes. I feel like if it came out in 1997, that we would be talking about. But Chicago Seven is like one of the. <laughs> that's yeah. the courtroom drama. That's the procedure. That is the procedure. It doesn't feel old. That is just how you do it. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about rewatching it because my dude Jeremy Strong's in it. And now I have a whole new appreciation for Jeremy Strong. I remember not liking Jeremy Strong in the movie. And now I'm like, He's not good in it. I was wrong. I think I'm wrong. My dude Jeremy's always (laughs) great. Yeah. But even Succession, like uh, one of the best shows ever made, I think if it had come out in a different time, I don't think it works as well. Mm. Like there's so many, it's so interesting how, like, I mean, I think that is uh, part of, I think part of the the thesis and the idea of like this podcast is to to talk about that sort of stuff, you know, like is, does this art work right now? Right now for you and me. 
Yeah, you think right we're now being for you selfish, and me, but this. actually we're being uh, uh, what's the word? Gatekeepers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think like I think when we when we do something like Birdman, this nine year old movie, what we're putting into into context with with the Flash, I think I think like that is that is something that that I have really enjoyed about this movie. I think sometimes we do an old movie and it's just a random old movie and it doesn't have anything. Sometimes to do Andrew just wants to want to watch a movie. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sometimes sometimes we just sometimes one of us is just in the mood for something else and we're just like, hey, do you want to do this? And then we do that and that's totally fine. We can still talk about how it's hitting us. But I think sometimes like I think when we did like 2012, I think when we like this, you know, I think there are some movies that we've done that just like, oh yeah, this is just like this this is something that that is gonna need to be talked about. Yeah, in some way. I told you this, Sam, before we recorded, but I was saying how what I wanted to get out of Transformers two thousand seven last week's mm-hmm. episode, I got here. Kind of this back remembering a specific moment in time, how I felt at that yeah. time. Uh. <clears throat> Really, truly, ever since the pandemic, rewatching Avatar and just seeing <laughs> that part where you see Natiri and she turns around and you're like, "Do you see her nipple?" I just remember thinking that thought while watching Avatar and remember <laughs> twelve years ago thinking that same exact thought, going, yeah. "Oh wow, what a <laughs> yeah, wow!" Those moments of reaching across time. <laughs> To yourself. And this Birdman really felt like just like watching this movie and months afterwards going, but what if they did bring back Michael Keaton's Batman? But what if they what if the powers that D B did do that? And yeah. now that they have, and now that I've seen it, and I oddly respect Michael Keaton doing it. Again, this wasn't the plan, but how it shook out. Mm-hmm. I think it's better for cinema history. Okay. Yeah. What a what a weird movie that just like really works and I think still stays intact like today. It mm-hmm. feels yeah, I this is yeah, good movie. Good movie. One of the good movies of the century. That's my take. I mean, we'll we'll see when uh, Ed Norton, uh, Ed Norton is Hulk and and uh, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy come back. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Um, and my name is uh, Sam Vanigan, and I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Uh, it means a lot to, that you've uh, listened to us uh, talk about an old movie because um, it's not relevant at all, and we're so bad at being relevant. Um, Maybe this is maybe this is our Birdman. Maybe Welcome Back will be our Birdman. Yeah, perhaps, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> Not just perhaps, um, probably so. Probably. Um, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yacht, yacht, yacht. Uh, you can. Uh, our link tree is still Linktree slash Welcome Back Pod. You can find all of the different social medias there. Uh, and all the links to all the different podcatchers that that we're actively uh, on, uh, RSS feed, all that sort of stuff. You can find that over there. It's a great way to support the show, following us all over the place. Like the track, review the track, like the podcast, review the podcast, all those different things on all the different podcatchers of your choice. 
uh, as a great way to support the show. But as always, Andrew will tell you the best way to support the show. Always, always, bucko. This bird man here. I'm here to tell you. What do you, got you think Christian friends? Bale's going to come back? I hope not. Here's the thing. I feel bad every time I say it, but that's how I feel. Thank God Heath Ledger's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. That's... If I knew him, I wouldn't be yeah. saying that, but I didn't know him. So. But I didn't know him. So. And I'm glad he's not around to see what has become. Truly. Oh, everything. God, I'm so excited for Oppenheimer! Yeah. I'm Death Destroyer Worlds! Robert Downey Jr.'s in it! Ugh. Yeah. It's gonna Ugh. be good, man. You're talking about, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe Christopher Nolan's gonna crack under the pressure. Maybe. No. Don't, don't doubt your boy like my that. My boy. My boy. Uh, and speaking of my boy, your boy, tell your boys and girls and people to listen back to Welcome Back. It's the best way to help us out. Just word of mouth. Literally, just a press of a button. Not a button. A screen. Uh, it could be a button. could be a button, right? Computers exist. Tell your friends. Yeah. Now, if you excuse <laughs> me, I'm going to go watch this Craven the Hunter trailer that just dropped. I got an alert on Ex- YouTube. Fucking excuse me? I got an alert on YouTube that said Craven the Hunter. And it's just like, ah, some things don't change. There's a Craven the Hunter With There's Aaron a Taylor movie? Johnson. What? Yes. Okay, I guess we're both going to go watch this trailer. Bye. Bye.